So if the Boston Bruins are to win the franchise's seventh Stanley Cup, they will have to come from behind to do it. And they'll have to shake off bitter memories of one of the worst non-calls you will ever see in a playoff game. The Blues and the Bruins were tied at two games apiece in their best-of-seven Stanley Cup final last night. It was the third period of a tight 1-0 Game 5. Bruins trailing by a second-period goal by Ryan O'Reilly of St. Louis. He just might take home the MVP honors in the series if the Blues go on to win. That's when Boston's Noel Achari had his leg taken out from behind him by Tyler Bozak deep in the Boston zone. They call this a slew foot in hockey. When one player uses his leg to take out another player's from behind, and it's a very dangerous play. The slew foot on Achari was so egregious, the Bruins forward struck the back of his head on the ice. He had to leave the game to be treated for concussion protocol. All of this happened in full, unobstructed view of the referees who did nothing. Nothing. The play continued with Achari still down on the ice. The Blues worked the puck to David Perron. He slipped it past Tuka Rask for a critical two-goal St. Louis lead. Now, the fans in Boston, as you might imagine, did not react with stoicism when the incident was replayed on the Jumbotron. The ice was soon littered with debris along with full-throated chants of displeasure that cannot be repeated here. But while the sentiments were crude and not proper given the youngsters in attendance, they were also, given the circumstances, ramifications, and context, understandable. The only worse non-call I've ever seen comes from last year's NFL playoffs when the New Orleans Saints had their Super Bowl chances dashed by a ref who kept his whistle in his pocket on a pass interference play so obvious even someone who'd only been explained the rules of football that morning would have made the penalty call. Jake DeBrus got one back for Boston on a delayed penalty call late in the third period, but that should have been the tying goal, not the one that made it a one-goal game and too late for the Bruins to get the equalizer. So the Blues stole a 2-1 to victory on the strength of rookie goaltender Jordan Bennington's 38-save performance and the inability of the Zebras to make the right call at the right time. And while I'm squeezing these sour grapes, may I just mention this is not the first time in these NHL playoffs the officiating crew has failed to see or react to a penalty that changed the outcome of a game. The Blues themselves were victims of the refs missing a hand pass by the offense of the San Jose Sharks, which led directly to an overtime winner in Game 3, of the Western Conference Finals, but that was early in that series. The Blues were able to rally from it, go on to win in six games. The Bruins will have to stave off elimination if they're to make it a similar comeback and win in Game 6 in St. Louis on Sunday to force force a deciding Game 7. When all this started, I did pick the Bruins to win in 7, so I'm sticking to that, but the hockey gods may not care at all for my prediction. I do know this. A Game 7 winner-take-all would be entirely appropriate for deciding this series fairly and without the failures of the refs casting a pall over the result. Zdeno Chara bravely played last night, limited minutes for Boston. He wore a plexiglass shield mask to protect against the broken jaw that he suffered in Game 4. Fans were chanting his name for his bravery before the non-call that led to the winning St. Louis goal, which had profanities echoing around the Garden instead. It would be a shame if those fans didn't get at least one more chance this series to express their emotions for the athletic feats of the players and not the shortcomings of those meant to police the contest fairly. In Major League Baseball, the Boston Red Sox completed a sweep of the Kansas City Royals, a 7-5 win. Sox overcame a 3-0 deficit with a four-run fourth highlighted by a two-run homer off the bat of Mookie Betts. 
Sox had to use seven pitchers in all to nail down the win. Spot starter Ryan Weber lasted just an inning and a third, giving up two runs, but the bullpen got the job done. The New York Yankees broke their three-game losing skid, a 6-2 win over the Blue Jays in Toronto. Former Jays starter Jay Happ pitched seven strong innings. He was backed by home runs from Gio Urshela and Aaron Hicks. In San Francisco, Todd Frazier hit a tie-breaking home run in the eighth inning. That spurred a rally by the New York Mets. They went on to beat the Giants 7-3. Ahmad Rosario and Dominic Smith also homered for the Mets. They went back-to-back in the first. Zach Wheeler started, but he got a no decision for the Mets. The win went to reliever Seth Lugo. Also, two of the best unsigned free agent pitchers in the game now have teams to play for. Former Red Sox closer Craig Kimbrell sat out three months, but now he'll pitch for the Chicago Cubs. And Dallas Keuchel, a key starter for the 2017 world champion Houston Astros, has inked a deal to pitch for the Atlanta Braves. Women's World Cup of Soccer starts today. Host country France will take on South Korea. Defending champion U.S. women don't play their first match until Tuesday against Thailand. Yesterday I mentioned that the woman considered to be the best female soccer player in the world, Norway's Ada Hegerberg, will not be playing for the Norwegian team. She's boycotting the tournament to draw attention to the gross inequities between the women's and men's national teams, from playing and practicing conditions to league promotion and pay. Keep in mind that even though Hegerberg was, has won nearly every award imaginable, including the Ballon d'Or, the best women's FIFA player in the world, her annual salary is less than 1% of what's earned by Lionel Messi.